You're listening to Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. My goodness, so finally it has happened. RJ Benjamin is with us today. We have been trying to do this for weeks and every single time somebody far more important bumps him. Welcome to the show, RJ. We've missed you. Oh my God, I missed you too. (laughs) Oh my goodness. What have you been doing with yourself? And I ask this really in the context of Mm. lockdown, in Mm. the context of an industry that has been shut down completely. That's where you, you, you know, that's your career. Career. And you obviously are engaging with a lot of other artists. What mm. has been going on on the ground? Oh, man, I think it's been tough. I think the hardest thing is really just sort of reading a lot of uh, posts. I know some people have been paid for, uh, from the, the uh, what, sports and arts relief uh, aids, but I can tell you that the vast majority haven't and are really kind of struggling to, to, to figure it out. And, and, and to be honest, some very prominent um, actors, actresses, artists. Um, so it's a, it's a bit heartbreaking. I, I saw something from a from a close friend who was a student of mine, who's in a in a big Afrikaans group called Adam, mm. who who said that um, he couldn't pay his rent, so he's ultimately had to move out. You know, I suppose th- these are common stories we're hearing in South Africa. But it's, I mean, obviously, in my kind of industry, it's it's a little heartbreaking. Um, uh, look, um, there there have been other relief funds. Barca has a has an uh, interesting relief fund. I think that the challenge there is that they need um, artists to submit a tax compliance certificate, and and I, and I'm not suggesting that it's correct. And 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 thankfully, I can tell you, I am tax compliant. But there's a lot of artists who are not, um, and shame. So so they 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 could get that relief. Okay, so let let me come back to the question I asked you the last time, because I don't get the sense that we've moved from that point. So, um, I, obviously, I'm like you. I'm seeing uh, trenches of people as individuals, right? As individuals talking about their own personal experiences and what they are doing to try and get some relief uh, from what this basket of money apparently is meant to be doing. But, uh I want to know what these other big corporates are doing, uh, music corporations, these mm. big organizations that are said to be representing artists at specific points in their in their livelihoods. Yes. Yes. And at this point, and I ask you that question not because I'm singling them out, but mm. other industries, for argument's sake, have have taken on the responsibility of applying for the employees for argument's sake. So a mining company would apply for the entire staff and UIF has been saying, for instance, you know, don't come as an individual, come, let the company do all the work for you. It's easier, it's simpler, we can all just kind of work together. I want to know, for instance, what all these uh, royalty collectors and Mm -hmm. big bassas and all of these people have yeah. done to assist artists to, at least if nothing else, organize the paperwork? Right. Look, um, I can tell you, I think for the most part, artists are feeling like they're alone. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I know Samra have been out there trying to say that they're doing as much as they can. Yes. And this is a really harsh thing for me to say, but all Samra are doing are what they've, uh, they do every year. They've paid the, the uh, you, you know, there are certain dates Every year when a certain royalty gets paid up, whether that be for radio or for TV or for, for something else. 
uh, international royalties. You know, um, there's different dates for all of that. Yeah. They've still they've still been paying those. Have they have they done anything additional to that? No, they haven't. That's the, and, that, that's the short answer. Am, am I out of line, RJ, in the sense that I, I honestly am genuinely, seriously, if mm. Samro has got you on a database and Samro has got the systems in place to, for instance, pay you, as you said, your royalties at specific mm. times, it obviously means that there are th- certain things you've complied with as an artist. You must have a tax number, blah, blah, blah. You must mm. be registered. In other words, there is this database that they sit with. Yes. Am I being unreasonable in saying, well, Samro can just be the supplier of that information over to UIF and we can simply make this thing easy or maybe not mm. UIF, but to the Departments of Art and Culture and Sport? I mean, that's a really good idea. You can, every single time I have a conversation with you, you have these amazing ideas. <laughs> but um, look, I, I do think they, I, I mean, I think that's an incredible suggestion. Um, what Sampra did, just uh, um, as an you know, interesting point is, uh, a royalty payout that they would have ordinarily, I think, have paid in September. They've just paid they, it forward. They, they, they brought it forward. And and I can tell you personally, it helped me a lot. Um, you know, it put food on, on, my, on the table for my family. So um, uh, I, 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 what I would say is, can't Samro do that? Can, can they not bring some royalty payments forward? They do generally have records uh, a little bit of he- ahead of time. Obviously, there were arguments from people saying, can't... Um, we play more South African music and then, uh, you know, South African artists will get paid. Well, generally, Samro works in the year uh, uh, in advance. So, unfortunately, let's just say SAFM, for instance, starts playing 20% more South African music. It's not going to pay me. Uh, Look, I'm not suggesting that it's still not a good idea Mm. because things are still going to be tough in a year year from now. Um, Samro have this... um, In theory, Samro, I know have the systems in place to, to pay sooner than a year. But there are lots of logistics behind the scenes um, where they have to change systems. And that in itself could take another six months to really do. I think what you're suggesting might be a better idea because they definitely have a database. You know, if I call Samro, and, and for example, Samro do offer um, advanced loans to, um, to their artists, uh, to their members. And that's all based on you, uh, what you've, what you've made in royalties in the past, but they they have a way of calculating. Okay, so if he made X, Y, and Z, mm. then he's uh, yeah, eligible he, for so much for ten thousand rand, uh, ten thousand rand. Loan. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so they can do that, but they have they have that kind of information very quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an interesting suggestion um, for artists who are struggling right now. Because artists need money now. They don't need that big royalty payment that might be coming in September or, or October. Um, look, uh, Capasso have also been, um, been trying to, to, to make royalty payouts. I know there's a lot of talks going on between um, Sampra, Capasso, or well, specifically Sampra and, and the SABC. Mm-hmm. Um, SABC are still trying to make back payments. Look, people are definitely hustling and trying things in the background. But as I'll a tell stand... You- I'll tell you what I'm struggling with, and and I and I hear all of these suggestions, and these suggestions for me are not radical enough. They're not maverick enough, uh, and I'll tell you why they fall short for me. It's yeah. because, for instance, you've given me a personal example of you being paid forward uh, mm. as as an individual, and I'm saying. 
If you are interested in talking to, we had a, there was a press conference of sorts that I think I've missed because I was on the show that the minister was holding now, the Minister of Arts and Culture and Sport. I don't know what he was saying this time around, but this is the point. We now know that there is some money, not a lot, but some money that he has set aside for artists, right? What has been required now is for people to individually Yes. Work through the system and the forms and the and the and the and the. Mm. And I'm just saying, I cannot mm. understand why this industry finds it so difficult to organize itself. I really am yeah. battling to understand it at points when yeah. they, when they they have the capacity. So these mm. and I, I I I'm only speaking of Samro as an example. It's not the only one that I'm referring to now. Right, these pockets of organizations mm. that have got things in place that can identify an artist, that can verify an artist, that can say, over this period of time, this is either um, a fine artist, this is a musician, this is a producer, this is an actor. There are there are organizations in place. There are organizations yeah. that, for instance, organize agencies, actors' agencies. And, yes, but, absolutely. But, yeah. but, but I don't understand why can't these organizations be the representatives of these individuals who are finding it so hard right now to as individuals deal directly with the department because it is a lot to deal with the department on your own and i'm sure the department is also overwhelmed by one by one by one by one absolutely absolutely and artists don't understand that look you are 100 percent correct i also don't understand this I know that um, an organization like Tumsa, in, um, I think it's uh, headed by Gabby LaRue and Camille Lombard in yeah. Cape Town, yeah. um, along with uh, uh, Vicky Sampson, I think chairs, chairs Tumsa. Mm. They have tried to galvanize musicians together. Um, now, I'm not suggesting that everyone yeah. must join Tumsa or yes, not. Yes, That's yes, entirely yes. up to you. Yeah. But I, I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to make a creative collective because artists are so frustrated mm. because it doesn't feel like Samro representing or Sampro or Capasso or mm. all of them together and mm. they do feel alone and and to be honest when um when people are uh, confronting um organizations like Samro about it generally we, um you're you're receiving a generic answer back um which which kind of feels distant mm. um you know Samra basically will, will, will generally respond and say, we are doing everything we can. We can't do more than that. Well, this is where government also, you know, and I, and I say this because they're they doing it now. Uh, mm. The UIF is doing it with other organizations where it's mm-hmm. mandatory. It's, they're actually not going to look at your individual application, which I think is wow. fantastic. They, they yes. refuse. They blatantly refuse to look at you as RJ. If you're going to send in your application, they're saying, absolutely not. Let the organization that employs you do it for, for you. And it's the only way we will work because it it also helps the system move faster. But uh, maybe that's part of part of our next lobby. You know what I mean? So I, I, the I department so. I mean, to say we're no longer looking at individual applications. We now need representatives to try and assist us with this. Maybe right, it's right. a shot. And 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 I certainly think it could be a situation. Well, look, I mean, I don't know if you can do it. I know I know you have power uh, within your platform. But it would be amazing to hear. A little bit of a conference call. I don't know how you, you're doing it currently in lockdown between Samro. Someone, a representative from Samro, Sampra Capasso, um, bring on Tumsa because they have got a massive database of artists. And just, 
I mean, uh, uh, ask why can it, can it not be done? Because I think it's a it's a brilliant question, and well, it's the only way forward, really. You know, Benjamin. At some point, I think sometimes you have to weigh. You've got to weigh the the battle up a little bit, mm. because um, what you've just said to me resonates. That mm. there are organisations where, when you do ask certain questions, there is a bit of a. There's always a PR response to what it is that you know the, the response is, and I'm not sure if that's going to actually be the solution. And my, I'm a bit more drastic than that. I think, as I said, if we can then lobby government itself to regulate it and make and force it. And say, well, you. actually, yeah. I don't want to talk to Samro because, you know, I don't want to hear their PR statement. I want mm. government to buy into the fact that actually they're sick and tired of getting my personal application. They want a group <laughs> application. And right. if they can man- make that mandatory, then we've, sol- we've solved the problem. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I totally So the people to speak to are the department. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it would be incredible to have uh, to, to hear that discussion. Yeah. I think it would it'd be absolutely incredible if, if it happened. I'm more than happy to join in at some stage and have a chat. You know you're always welcome. We'll probably uh, invite you. you at the time. Listen, let's talk about a gem that we lost so soon in her career. And, and oh, you know, man. we've been speaking about playing more South African music. And, mm-hmm. and she comes to mind as somebody that was just, I, you know, almost that feeling of someone who's just blossoming. Just oh, blossoming. Mm-hmm. And poof. And poof, she went. Oh. Oh, it's, uh, it's such a big loss. Look, I got into this thing as soon as kind of lockdown hit. I was trying to think of all the ways I could kind of just inspire the nostalgia and just play lots of South African music. And one of my first posts was about TK. Because honestly, one of my all-time favorite South African songs is uh, Black Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know she's got many. I know um, her rendition of Summer of the Rainbow is... It, 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 if it doesn't bring a tear to your eye, then you have no soul. Um, you know, but I mean, she had that beautiful uh, duet. I think it was with Brian Temba. I find it so strange. Um, beautiful song. Yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> Brilliant. She, she had this one song with this weird title, which I never quite could understand. I think it was called Eject Your, your Ass. <laughs> uh, and I apologize for that. But it was a really cool song. Um, she was so great, man. Like, um, and that post got so much reaction because that, that feeling, that TK was like just blossoming. And she just, yeah. And it's just, yeah. it just and gone. It's, 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 it's felt by so many people. You realize that the, the enormity of her talent mm. um, when suddenly I post this song, which is, what, 15, 16, 17 years old, maybe a bit more even. And, and the amount of response I got for it was and you insane. Know, the, the, my phrasing of just blossoming um, mm. is for me quite important because people don't know the number of years she actually committed herself to a craft. They have no clue. Mm-hmm. So just because you only see somebody on TV today or just blossoming, mm. you have no concept of just how much it's taken for her to be there. Um, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think there is recognition at all of just how much she had put into the work. And that's oh, the yeah. sad bit that just as she's about to get rewarded for that, then, but yeah, I, I, yeah. I think that's a very good point. I mean, there were a few singers. Yeah. Um, and we, we're talking at the turn of the millennium. Mm-hmm. Um, she was one of them. There was another singer named Tina Reese. Yeah. Um, who, who was a part of a, uh, this little collective that was starting to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, Electro Mode was a label that seemed to be finding these young talents, but um, really kind of trying to develop them. 
They brought on Alexis Faku, who is one of my all-time favorite South African music producers. Mm-hmm. Absolute uh, genius, in my in my opinion. Um, to kind of bring these guys together, bring this absolute raw talent mm-hmm. with incredible music production. And and that's really where, where, where TK found, found herself. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to do a lot of work at, at a record label called Jazzworks, mm-hmm. uh, which is um, owned by Robin Cole, who used yes. to be married to Lyra. Yes. And um, TK was always there doing yeah. sessions. Yeah. Always there. Practicing. That's, yeah. Absolutely. That's where I met her. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Um, in, in the early 2000s, I would almost say, I don't know, I, um, but about 50% of all adverts that you heard on TV, you were hearing TK's voice. Yeah. She was such a popular session musician. And and why? Because even as a young TK, mm-hmm. everyone could hear the, 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 the control, the, mm-hmm. the finesse, the, the, the sophistication of, of this young, raw vocalist. Mm-hmm. And so she was starting to become um, one of the most used session singers in the country, even if it was just for, for an advert. Mm-hmm. The fact is, People saw this talent. And I'll tell you what, she was a huge loss, not just uh, as a commercial artist, mm. but even in session singing. It took a long time until people actually kind of found someone to fill the void mm. um, um, that, she, that, that she had filled for so, for so long. Let's play some TK. That's the music of TKZ. Listen, RJ, we've run out of time, but that means that was so... That's nostalgic stuff, hey? The world is mine. It just makes me happy. All of that stuff. I've got gooses just from listening to those songs. I can listen to them all day. Amazing. Gosh, you know, I wonder wonder how um, Gabriel describes himself to his children now. (laughs) (laughs) About that time. Oh, man. Yeah. Listen, yeah. it's always lovely. Let's do this again next week. Thank you so much, RJ thanks, Benjamin. Thanks. Good chat. Cheers, Bimbala. Thanks. Bye bye. All right. Coming up on the uh, head, beyond the headline with Mungiguala, is that the High Court in Pretoria has now ruled that all members of the South African National Defence Force who were present when Collins Kosa was assaulted to death should be suspended. They're going to be speaking to an analyst and trying to get more details on how that process is going to be happening. Thank you so so much everybody for listening in it's been a wonderful week thank you for your graciousness and everything else that went with it and everybody who sent in voice notes and uh, whatsapp messages i'm sorry i can't read all of them but we do recognize them and we do see them so let's do this again next week one o'clock uh, on monday is when i'll be back on the radio good afternoon